This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London Weekend Review Podcast. And this is coming to you straight after the Liverpool game. A fantastic game that we saw at New Griffin Park. We saw the mighty, mighty bees take on the, well, I think the European Championships, world champions. They're everything, apparently. And we beat them. Well, we didn't beat them. I felt like we beat them at the end, but we didn't quite beat them. It was a three-all game and it was fantastic. And I'm Billy Grant. I'm sitting here after the match. It's very early in the morning, but it doesn't really matter because I've had much sleep because I've had so much fun. Last night was brilliant. And I'm sitting here with my chums. I've got Laney Lane in the house. How you do, Laney? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about a game that we'll never forget. It was just an incredible night at, at New Griffin Park. Um, just to be brilliant to be sharing it with, with so many bees. So, yeah, loads to talk about, loads to remember. And also we got the amazing Gem. Gemma in the house, how are you doing? Oh, I'm absolutely wrecked, Billy. <laughs> I'm a total mess, but I am so happy because how much did we enjoy ourselves last night? What a phenomenal yeah, thing, exactly. and I think you're right. I think we did win 3 all. I think it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely a victory. Yeah, listen, listen, we're going to go crack right on. Like I said, a weekend review. Just we like to review the game. It's a bang, bang, bang. Just a quick summing up from us fans. And also we've got Dan from the Anfield Rap who's going to give us a little vibe on the Liverpool. Um, well, the thoughts from the Liverpool fans as well. But first of all, I'm going to go to you, Gemma. Your main takeaways from that match. And give us a mark out of 10. OK. Well, you can probably guess the mark out of 10, but... Uh, my main takeaway and I know this sounds silly my main takeaway is that we're really good like we're really good we're proper good I know we've um, suspected it for a while obviously we've been thinking oh, you know maybe maybe we're good and then oh maybe we're really good but no look we're really good um, you know <laughs> I mean I know you're saying that we're really good I mean we've played what six games now we've played some really good teams and I mean, the difficulty is coming into this division we said this before there's no barometer so you don't really know how we're going to stand and uh, seeing these six games now, how do you think that we stand? I think, to, well, I mean, in terms of where we're going to end up in the league, I've got no idea because I don't think anyone has any idea any time. But I think we're, we belong. First of all, obviously, we belong there. I mean, for me, I'm someone who believes if you get there, you belong there. But, you know, we've played 
less good teams. We've played teams that are supposed to be good and are struggling. And we've played Liverpool now, who are, let's be honest, phenomenal. And that was a hard game for them. That, you know, there was no, you could see it on the pitch. The manager admitted it after. That was a hard game for them. And not because they didn't prepare, because they did prepare. You know, this wasn't like Arsenal where they stroll up and they think, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll walk this and, and get embarrassed. It wasn't like that. You know, they came to play us. They knew what they needed to do. And still it was hard. You know, I'm not saying we're going to walk the league or anything like that, but it was a difficult game for them. And we're good. We're good. And that's my main takeaway. I'm very happy. Indeed. And listen, the happiness is exuding on a Sunday morning. Laney, what's your main takeaway from that game? It's similar. It's like a one. It's going to be. It's like a one-word description of, of the vibe, really. I mean, I, I hear what you say. We're good. I think we're clever as well. And um, um, but I'm, I'm going to use the word pride. I think we're a, we're a team and a club that's full of pride at the moment. And that was my sense last night. I think everyone on the pitch and everyone off the pitch, whether you're a you know a Brentford fan or a Liverpool fan, I think everyone was proud of Brentford. Well, you know, we had you know we knew that there were some Liverpool fans. We we know quite well that. We trust their opinions, and I think Dan, um, you know, um, he'll probably say something similar. But I think everyone was just so impressed with us, and um, I, th- I think that's that's the word I'm going to use is pride. I, I was, last night I was so proud to be a Brentford fan, and so proud of what we've achieved. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, they, they, they don't they they don't drop let their standards drop either. So every week we've seen a different kind of performance. Um, and it's it's just hugely intelligent, you know. They they obviously have a game plan. They work out weaknesses of the opposition, and we've got the players that are clever enough to go out and actually sort of take advantage of weaknesses. Um, it's, it's just brilliant. It was brilliant to watch. Yeah, it is. Again, you can hear my voice. I've got I've got that Sunday morning voice when you've had a big game and you've had a right good sing song. For me, my main take. I mean, I've got loads of main takeaways. I said, but I'm going to give you one, and you you might give you a big ooh for this one. My main takeaway, and I'm saying this after the Liverpool game, and it's not because of the Liverpool game, it's because of the six games we've had so far. We're not going down. Okay. We're not going down. I'm going to actually throw that in there right now with a confidence thing. Looking at that team out there, we've got re- resilience. We've got some skillful players. As Laney says, you know, we're clever. We go about it. And yes, of course, like, you know, and also this season, we, we seem to have had a little bit of luck as well, which we've been missing a few of the other seasons as well. We really want it, you know, and I think we can build on this, you know. And also the other thing is that every game that we go to, opposition fans, as you know, I love talking to opposition fans. We invited them down the pub beforehand. Afterwards for this game, Liverpool fans, they were great we'll talk about them later but also to hear their opinion check out the post-match podcast which is brilliant okay pride of west dot london it's got brentford fans and, and liverpool fans and liverpool fans tell you exactly what they thought of our club what they thought of our team what they thought of our pubs they thought of it and they're positive about all of that lot and when that you get that positivity coming back about a team honestly it means that you're going somewhere so for me like you know i'm my main takeaway is that i said we're not going down and i think a few of our players could slot into one of those top teams as well you know there's a few and we could pick them out as well and even one of the Liverpool players fans in the pub afterwards very cheekily on the podcast said right you've got a great player in that Ivan Tony. we'll have him next season I thought yeah mate okay give us 100 million and maybe you might do <laughs> you know anyway we're going to go to Dan from the Enfield rap because he's going to give us the opposition main takeaways I think my overall takeaway from the game was it was a perfect game for Brentford in so many ways I think it was the perfect time uh, to play someone like Liverpool, I think it was the 
the worst time for Liverpool to play someone like Brentford. Um, and I think there was just tons of, of unknowns for Liverpool that they had to deal with throughout the game and, and that played out that gave Brentford massive hope. A uh, few standouts for me were that, you know, Joel Matip obviously has a, a solid time with Ivan Tony. Uh, I thought Liverpool's full-backs could never really get set with how the wing-backs set up for Brentford, who I thought were really good. Uh, they really stood out along with the two forwards for the home side. Uh, for us, I thought, I thought we we moved through the gears quite well in the second half. Once we got a foothold on it, um, we just never go to 4-2. And you've got to go to 4-2 and, and the chance for Salah particularly sticks out. But Diogo Jota could arguably have one uh, only for the, the great save by Ryan in the first half. Um, marks out to 10 for the game. It was obviously 10 out of 10 for entertainment, but quite uncharacteristic of Liverpool, I think. Um, Obviously, being in the home end for Brentford, it was uh, it was it was a little bit feisty, and I enjoyed it. And I thought it was really good. I thought the home the home crowd really got behind the home side. Uh, you could tell how much of an occasion it was for everyone. Thought on the whole, uh, the atmosphere was fantastic. A couple of unsavoury chants um, relating to poverty, uh, which is quite disappointing given how much we spoke about on the podcast the other night. Um, I just found that a bit of a letdown from the home supporters, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, on a quite separate note, the Liverpool away end was absolutely atrocious and I don't know what's gone on there. The Liverpool usually travel quite well, but that away end was absolutely abominable uh, by its usual standards in terms of atmosphere, in terms of support and in terms of just looking like they were bothered really about turning up. Uh, and I think, you know, maybe it doesn't play into the game, but... It didn't feel like the away fans were ever really with the team. It didn't feel like they were getting behind them. Um, and I'm not quite sure what's happened, like I say, but definitely one from our side to look into. Uh, in general, Brentford will have no problem staying up. Like I said, I think the surprise factor of them um, will get them to at least around March, April uh, in the in the Premier League with enough points to then stay up. I think you'll, I think you'll hit 40 points by then. Genuinely, I think you'll hit 40 points by April, uh, the way you're going. So, very best of luck. Uh, brilliant to be on the pod. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you at Anfield for a nice pre-match meal in Sergi Canos' restaurant. All the best, lads. So, great performance there by the whole Brentford team, the whole Brentford coaching team, the fans and everything like that. But I'm going to ask you, Laney, who is your Brentford eye-catcher? And give us some marks out of 10. Yeah, as you, as you point out rightly, it's difficult to really single out anyone. It was a, it was a night where it was a, a, you know, a team performance. Everyone contributed, but you know this, this is what this section is. So I'm going to say my eye-catcher was Sergi Canos. I thought he was excellent. He provided the cross for the first and the second goal. He caused the chaos. It was his crosses to the back post. They obviously worked on that. Um, that opened the opportunities and there was a, obviously a brilliant little drag back by Tony for Pinnock to put the first one away um, and then obviously the, you know, the, the second one was, was we, it came at a time where we, we had to get back into the game um, after, after being sort of dragged back um, and having that VAR decision go against us so yeah I think Sergi uh, he played an immense part in, in, in that performance in that result yesterday 
Um, shame to see he seems to lose his uh, his shin pads. Um, I saw a tweet last night. They were they've got sentimental value. I'm not quite sure why they're so special, but he obviously wanted them back, and he was swapping. He was prepared to swap um, his shirt and his boots. It was like a multicolored. It was like the Saturday morning swap shop. He was like, have boots and shirt. Prepare want to swap for shin pads. So yeah, I hope Sergi. Hope you got them back. Yeah, mate. Marks out of ten for Sergi. Yeah, out of ten. Oh, eight and a half. I thought, yeah, you know, he, he did exactly what was required. Getting down that wing, getting the crosses over. Well done, mate. Okay, Gemma, you see marks out of ten. Um, well, so my um, my my eye catcher was Raya, um, which seems ridiculous because you're thinking about a game where you know the the front players played so amazingly, and you know we scored three goals and we let in three goals, but somehow for me the goalie is still the standout. Um, for me, he just he did some pretty amazing stuff, didn't he? And he kept us in, you know, and he kept us in the game over and over again. So, for me, for him is about probably a eight, which is, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that you can't score someone a ten when they're a goalie and they let in three, it would have been a ten. I thought he was absolutely immense. Also, little yeah, shout right. out to the goal scorers because we had three goal scorers that we haven't had before, and well, we have had Vitelli, but you know, it, it was showed that the whole team was really going there it was amazing yeah yeah 100% you know and I think you had Raya brilliant he's pulled off some great saves you know for me I catch her for me because we always go Ivan Tony and Ivan Tony gets the props Ivan Tony listen I'm not not taking it away from Ivan because he absolutely I think he terrorised Liverpool there today and like I said to you eyes up for the Liverpool fans thinking my god you've got a, a complete player there who plays all over the park and, I, and I'm listen I've got to give it to Ivan you know because he is the top he really is something special and I think people realise we've got a top player there you know but I'm also going to throw it in there for, for Wisa as well because I think that you know him coming on as a substitute he's trying to atone himself to this league trying to work out how this league goes as well and for him to come on he's so skillful and scoring that goal as well I thought that was after scoring in midweek as well I'm, I'm feeling the Wisa him starting to become part of our squad I think that's really important so Ivan Tony's going to get 9 out of 10 for me and I'll, I'll throw in it a little 8 out of 10 for Wisa because I'm, I'm cheating and I'm, I'm hosting this podcast so I, I can cheat as much as I want to like you know what I'm saying so just, just coming back to so just quickly coming back to your main takeaways beautiful it's true, it's true. Main takeaway is just quickly, Gemma, your main takeaway, um, again, marks out of 10, is 10 out of 10 for that game, isn't it? Definitely. Is that right? Definitely. Yeah, Laney as well for the game? Yeah, t- 10, yeah. And I'm it's a 10 just... as well. We, kn- we knew it was, that's why I didn't even ask you before, but I, as manners, I actually need to ask you, yeah, so it's just all good. Listen, I'm going to go to, I mean, listen, we had we, listen, we had champions on that pitch at Griffin Park or New Griffin Park uh, yesterday, and I just want to know from you, who was your opposition, you know, danger person, Gemma? I mean, where do you start? I thought, as a whole, you just look at them and you're like, oh my gosh, they were they were by far the best team I think I've seen play live. Um, and so you could probably say any of them are, are more of a threat than, than what most of us have seen live before. But I think it has to be Salah, uh, unimaginative as that is. Uh, scoring his 100th goal in front of us was amazing, even though I'd rather VAR had not been there and he'd not scored it. Um, Actually, to be fair, I think Vars robbed him of the chance to celebrate that properly as well. Um, so really, it would have been best all over if he'd just not had VAR, not scored that goal, scored it another day. But no, for me, I mean, it has to be him because every time he had the ball, you got a little bit more nervous than you did with the others, or I did anyway. Yeah, so, OK, so you've got Salah. Give us, uh, so did you give us a mock set of 10? Uh, seven. 
Seven, oh, 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 not be too generous to the to the to the master. He's, I, he's, he's be the best offended the if I gave him a ten, wouldn't they? And he, they didn't win the game. Yeah. Come on, I'm being respectful. Yeah, I suppose you're. <laughs> I suppose I suppose you're right there, Laney. I'm going to be boring Laney as well. I'm going to go Mo Salah. He's just exceptional. He was just so clinical. Um, you know, the, the goal he scored. That you know, there was a question mark from the VAR. Um, he he put that he's finishing he put that ball between the legs and Christopher Iyer kind of got back and cleared it on the line thankfully he dinked one over at the end and, and kind of didn't get a, another goal but every time he got on the ball he, he was just you know he, he it was heart in your mouth um, there were great performances I thought for, for all over the pitch I thought Alisson again another goalkeeper I think he looked very similar to David Raya the way you know another sweeper keeper um, and uh, um, I thought you know, um, the, the other Yotta I thought he had, a, he had a decent game but yeah Mo Salah is, he, he is a world class player so uh, just great to see him on the pitch it's interesting because you know we talked in the, in the pre-match podcast, like I said, we had Dan from the Enfield Rap, and we talked about the you know the main sort of kind of you know the uh, talking point of this game is going to be how our defence deals with their attack, which you're talking about Mo Salah, uh, Hotter, and, and Co. And I, I mean, I actually thought we dealt with them really well, especially like I mean they're so rapid on the break. We looked at them and they broke really rapidly. I mean, we broke really rapidly as well, but they're unbelievable when they're on the break. But I think the fact that the way that we actually kind of track back. And uh, didn't allow them to do what they can do all the time. Okay, they got away with it a few times. I thought was incredible. Did you, Laney? Yeah, yeah. We, you know, it's a proper shift. I mean, there's even people that aren't household names who are. You know, Andrew Robinson. I thought he 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 attacked through the middle a couple of times, and I thought, bloody, you know, they've literally got devastating pace and um, incisive attacking skills everywhere. It's it's the way they're set up. You know, we've got a lot to learn from that. Um, so yeah, I mean, fa- fair play to Liverpool. You know, let's 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 not let's not ignore what they contributed to that game last night. Um, but they just weren't quite good enough to beat Brentford. That's right. Did you give Salah marks out of ten? By the way, I'll, I'll give him. I'm only going to give him a seven and a half because he did. He missed a couple, but you know, you can you can tell he's got class written all over him. Yeah, and for me, I mean, I'm just going to go in there. I'm, I'm actually tossing up between actually Curtis Jones, who scored an incredible goal. You know, you yeah, say so fair enough. Even though apparently he got a, t- a little bit of a deflection uh, with Aya actually deflected it, and I think maybe if the deflection wasn't there, maybe again, uh, you know, Raya may have even got you know more points to his name because he might have actually saved that. So that's a real shame. But that was an incredible shot as well between him and the fake Jota as well. If the Liverpool fans out there, I think we talk about fake Jota, but we had we had the real Jota at Brentford before there was any Jota playing for Wolves and. Uh, and then all of a sudden Wolves signed that Jota and we were telling them or ribbing them that they were the fake Jota and then the fake Jota kind of started to become better than the, the real Jota and uh, then he went to Liverpool and then he became a very good Jota so he was a bit of a pain as well for us so but I think I'm going to go for that goal Curtis Jones I'm going to give him an 8 out of 10 because he was he was very good in, 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 in the Liverpool midfield and, and that was a cracking goal that he did score there um We've always got. To, this is to tell you something. I thought about. I was, I was. I actually got up quite early this morning, and I was thinking about all these different categories here, and I was really struggling this one because I mean, how could you have such a wonderful day and such a wonderful match and such just wonderful everything, and then try and pick up a stinker from that match? And I've, and that was this. This was the hardest one for me this time because normally we always have something. Um, uh, but I'm going to ask you, uh, Gemma, pick out your stinker for this match. Uh, well, we can't. We can't say the ref every time, so we won't. 
Um, I think as a newly promoted team, you've got to just imagine that you're you're like the non-league in the FA Cup and the, the ref needs to protect the, the proper players. So I think we just have to kind of accept that that's how it's going to be. But my actual stinker of the match, unfortunately, is the sad little idiot who was howling at the moon, show, shouting and homophobic abuse um, at this and the last game and uh, meant that. Uh, after the match instead of me having a good beer and celebrating and enjoying myself um, I was instead dealing with reports of that Um, and that's a stinker for me it's a stinker for the people that had to report them and it's a stinker for the person who was doing it because honestly what a sad and negative way to approach a match that was as wonderful and enjoyable as that Um, for sure they weren't having as good a time as I was and the rest of us was but now that's the stinker for me they must have been the only one in there not having a good time because I certainly was yeah, sorry to hear that again any time you know anybody gets you know abused in football matches or you hear it around you it is annoying I mean as you know at the Euros I had quite a few situations where I had to approach people because I wasn't because I felt uncomfortable and again nobody should feel uncomfortable at football was it in where was it where was it outside the stadium inside the stadium where, you know, where was it Gemma? in the West Stand oh, it's actually in the West Stand itself it- yeah, I'm waiting for more details, but yeah. So, I mean, for me as well, being a West Stander, that was doubly disappointing. All right, okay, all right. Well, we're here. Listen, we're not having it, you know. Listen, you, you can enjoy yourselves, enjoy your football, but everyone needs to feel comfortable there. If everyone feels out of place, it's out of Definitely. order. But anyway, listen, we should move on. I mean, um, give us give us, give us, us a marks out of 10 for that stinker then, oh, They were a 10 out of sure 10 stinker. High. They stank. They must all have. Right. Um, okay, it was pretty... It smells from here, mate. It didn't ruin our day, and that's the most important thing. Okay. It reeks, uh, reeks. I can smell it from that, here as well. That's right. It's not, it's not. Yeah. Laney, give us, give us your stinker, Laney. Uh, I, I have to agree with you. It's very difficult to actually pick out anything negative on a night like that. But I, I guess I'm going to have to be, it's a bit tenuous, but re- the stinker was a realisation that uh, Ivan Tony's fourth goal, you know, the fourth one, hadn't counted because I was up. And then it was just that, that, Oh no, he's offside. Oh yeah. God, because yeah. literally, I I lost the plot at that stage. I have to admit, you know, at f- uh, if if that had gone four four three, uh, I I don't God knows what on earth would be like this morning, Bill. I think we'd be yeah. literally being scooped up off the floor still in the pub. I just, yeah, I yeah. honestly. It's, I think you've got. Is. I think you've got it on camera as well, didn't you? You know, the, the yeah, last goal. I have. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll do a video later on. I'll go. For, I'll go for a long walk and I'll and I'll do that later on. So it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be. I was the opposite. I was that guy standing in the middle, going, "No, that's offside." No, calm down. Are oh, you the no, miserable one? Where you going? No, no, calm down, everyone. Stop I having know. fun, what? will you? Oh, no, well, maybe offside. I was the stinker at the match. Actually, oh, you've made I yourselves look very silly. Yeah, there, I'm like going to. Clearly, offside decision. That's not a goal. Calm down. Well, I, 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 I let it rip that time and I was going absolutely <laughs> ballistic and I didn't care. I didn't look. I normally look at the linesman all the time, but I didn't look at the linesman and I didn't care. And I was jumping and shouting and screaming like it was like the, the end of the world. Almost. Like we would like, beat <laughs> Liverpool 4-3 at home. Like, yeah. yeah, almost like we would beat Liverpool 4-3. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you got your stinker. Um, uh, marks out of 10, Laney, for that stinker? Uh, oh, as a, a 10, because it was just, yeah, the, the real, just the realisation. Yeah, I'd made a bit of a fool of myself when he was outside, yeah. but but you know you gotta you gotta celebrate those moments. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna say my sticker of the match actually is because normally we come out of the ground and we turn 
uh, right, and we go over the Humpback Bridge, turn left, go under the, the North Circular, the Great West Road, and then walk back to the Globe, as you know. And it's 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 traffic free. It's easy. It's traffic free. It's great. It's a little bit dark, you know, but you know we're used to it, and it's it's fine. And we're just we're used to that little journey, and it's fine. But for the first time, we went to go and meet some Liverpool chums who were in Kewbridge. They didn't know the manor. They didn't know the area. They said, "Oh, we're going to go back to Kewbridge because everyone knows about Kewbridge." Even though he said to them, "Try and avoid Kewbridge if you can, because it's all trafficy." And we came out and turned left, walked towards Kewbridge, and the queues. I had no idea, like the the, the the queues and the mess and trying to get through. And we just couldn't get to Key Bridge and we had to turn around, come back and go the other way. So it's not a massive stinker. But for me, I just didn't realise that our ground had huge congestion with games like that. So uh, that was a big stinker for me. I'd give it probably an 8 out of 10. Um, you know, if you want to throw another stinker, Ethan's injury is a bit of a stinker as well, which is a bit of a shame because uh, I think if he wasn't injured, he might have actually stopped that one of those goals because he was just limping when that happened. But um, let me throw the cues in because Ethan, you know, it was a fair enough result, which is a fair enough game. So, which is all good, as they say. So, um, I'm going to ask you, though, because obviously there's always a moment in the game that turns the game and f- key moment. Gemma, what was your key moment? Um I'm, I'm all about the defence today. So it's for me, it's a it's a tough call between um, Eja's clearance and and Raya's mega save, uh, both for the same reason, uh, in that they both I think changed, if not the momentum of the game, then certainly the momentum of belief in our favour. I think if any of them had gone in, although others went in after, but I think given the actual timing of those, if either had gone in at that time. I think we'd have all got that feeling, you know, that one in the stomach. You went, ah, oh, you know, it was fun that we scored, but you know, here come the goals now. It's all over now. But, but that. that could you just quickly, Gemma? Yeah. Could you could you just talk us through the, the air clearance because some people might not have seen it as yet. Oh well, I mean, <laughs> he he, di- he dives he wow. dives and he just. I mean, it, to be honest, I thought it had still gone in. He's running and he's just scooped it back off off the line. Uh, and it was Salah, wasn't it? I think who who, who yeah, knocked he it. Yeah, he, he dinked it through. And his it was it was a beautiful thing. Legs, yeah. And he just somehow got back to it and just clonked it off the line. And it, I thought it had gone in. And then and I was looking right at it, but you know it didn't. And wow, we just went we went up, didn't we? And I think everyone must have seen the the the, the Raya save where he's you know jumping back up off the floor to to, to knock it over the over the crossbar. And uh, but I think both of those, if they'd have gone in, that's when we would have all gone. Oh well, it was nice where it lasted, but that 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 didn't happen. It didn't happen. But but the, and we celebrated but I'm ask like a question, we though. scored. It was un, unreal. Yes, tell me. But I'm going to ask a question. Also, we had a situation where the ball also was cleared off the line, I believe, and I say that because I was cheering. I think it was yeah. was it Brian and Boomer or something like that, and it was yeah, a similar it was situation. Yeah, it was where really it was close off, to it, wasn't it? It wasn't that long after, was it? No, exactly. But also, the other thing is that. Um, I looked at the highlights and it wasn't on the highlights. So I'm just trying to think, did it actually really happen? No, it definitely like, you know? happened. It, 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 happened. It, it happened before we scored. It, that, would have, that, that would have put us 1-0 up. We scored after that. It, was, didn't, it didn't actually get as close as the goal line. It, it, Brian shot. It was, it was a bit of a weak finish. He dinked it over Alisson, but it, it, it didn't get as close as, uh, as um, you know, Salah's, Salah's one where, where, where Christopher Ayer cleared it but uh yeah no you I, I kind of i'm going to agree there with gem actually i've got written down here uh not everything going their way you know it, it, you're 100 right at, at that stage if they go two one up three one up then it's, it could be four five six you know i think they realized that it wasn't going to be one of those 
days, which obviously sows a little bit of a seed of doubt that you know it, you, they have to be a little bit more concerned about our threat. Um, and it was just just what an end-to-end basketball kind of match that was. Um, but yeah, you're right as well, saying Pinnock going off, but Zanka came on, and I thought he looked okay. Very different kind of player, not as quite as dominant in the air. Um, and uh, I still I still keep looking back at the goals and wondering how Yotta, the smallest man on the pitch, got his header in to, to equalise. But uh, you know, he was, was just obviously a great one, that one, I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to ask. You, I mean, so, so what's your key moment, Laney? The key, the key moment is is probably I I go with David Reyes wonder save um, because yeah that that was that made them realise I think Liverpool that you know, things weren't going to go all their way um, and I think that helped us a little bit psychologically as well it, it made us give a little bit of sigh of relief um, that we weren't going to get punished every single time they came forward and it allowed us to, to grow and, and then concentrate on um, on hurting them and getting that ball over to the you know overloading the back post and, and creating those big chances um, you know and it, it, it worked I think Thomas Frank and the, and the team that sat down and worked out the game plan and set the team up um, to, 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 to maximize our strengths they played a blinder. Yeah, and, and for me, I mean, listen, no point repeating, you said everything as well. That Raya save as well, I think, was actually phenomenal. It gave the, the team a new push. It was a great save. I think as well, the crossbar beforehand as well, I think it was. But there was a, yeah, honestly, that, that for me was actually, think, you're thinking again, you know, you're talking about luck and when we've been unlucky back in the past, you're sort of thinking, we're getting a little bit of luck in here, which is actually great. So listen, Raya save, definitely key moment for myself. I'm going to ask you now quickly, positives and negatives for Brentford so uh, just give us you know you can throw them both in positives and negatives uh, Gemma uh, positives for me I mean apart from uh, everything um, definitely the variety in the goal scorers um, our attacking players are amazing but we know that teams are going to focus on them and actually getting goals from around the pitch and from the bench was fantastic for me I think that was brilliant um, my, my only negative really is just is Pinnock okay do we know? Yeah, and this is the question we'll have to we'll have to see yeah. later on today. But um, he tried. The thing about it is he tr- he tried, didn't he? He tried to carry on, and uh, even when he got injured before. And I tell you what, I thought was interesting because obviously you was that not just time wasting, though. Yeah, this is the thing <laughs> that I'm just trying to say. Where you know he got injured. Um, but he didn't go down on the floor. He could have done all the time wasting he wanted to. He really was injured. And we talk about Wolverhampton Wanderers last week. If you check our podcast from last week, which is hilarious, with the Wolf fans just berating us for sort of wasting time, apparently, you know. But it just goes to show you. That, I mean, there was no inverted commas time wasting this one where Pinnock was. He was in his. He could. He was doing this right to have gone down immediately and got some, you know, injury and probably take a bit of a sting out of the game. But he carried it on and uh, he tried to limp and sort of kind of close the Liverpool player down. And they ended up scoring scoring the goal which was a little bit, you know, from our perspective, it was a little bit annoying, wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. There was not a second of any kind of gamesmanship or, or kind of, you know, inverted commas, time-wasting. It, it shows that, you know, any 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 journalist or any opposition fan that kind of tries to label us that, as that's the way we play every week, is, is, is just, just so wrong. Um, we just do what we have to do game by game. It's just yeah. the way... Just the way it is. That's intelligence. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a negative trait. I don't think. And then positive is negative for you, Laney. Positives. Uh, I've got three words written down here: belief, belief, belief. It's 
we um, are a team that is a hundred percent team. It's it's we're we're there for 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 one another. There's there's weaknesses, but obviously we're not we're not uh, world class in every position. But the collective is just in- incredible. We're we're riding that crest, um, and there's there's nothing that sidetracks us. It's they they play to the 94th, 95th minute and they go for the win. It's just a, a belief in a, in a, in an attitude to, to go out and try and win football games. Don't go out and try and get a point last night. We were going, we were at three all, we are going for the win against Liverpool. It's just, you know, that's that's the mindset. You know, it's there. We weren't, we weren't trying to shut that game out and time waste at that stage. You know, we were, we were pushing and committing men forward. You say that's suicide. You know, people said before, you go toe-to-toe with Liverpool, you're going to get really punished. And we did get punished at times, but so did they. And we said, with confidence beforehand, we will cause you problems too. And it's based on what we see every week with our eyes. So yeah, belief, belief, belief. Negatives, I, I can't think of anyone. I'm not even going to make another one up because there was, there was nothing negative last night. It was just a euphoric new Griffin Park night yeah yeah and I, I listen I agree with you there Laney and again the opposition fans if you check it out Pride of West.London the post match podcast it's a hundred just listen to it get a cup of tea sit down and listen to it it's hilarious but the, the, the Liverpool fans were so respectful and they said the same thing about us as well they said they could not believe the way we kept coming at them they said teams don't normally do that they said we had no fear and they had Possible massive hat tipping going on, Gemma. Positives and well, you've given us your positives and negatives. Just, yeah, you've done that as well. For me, though, for me, positives and negatives. Are, I think the positives and we could we show we can compete. We talk about this every week. We show we can compete as well. Uh, I thought really positive as well was the crowd was the twelfth man as well, and, and that showed in the Arsenal game, the Brighton game. We need to we need to pick it up a little bit, and it just goes to show you with games which are probably not like your big games. We need to make sure we make the same sort of noise as we do these games because we really were the twelfth man and we we helped to get the team over the line as well uh, for me also a massive positive is the fact that Liverpool fans love our place I mean they've been everywhere they've been all around the world and to hear a Liverpool fan saying that this is one of the best away days ever and he was like he weren't, 20, he weren't 12 like you know he was like he was, he's been and seen it and done it goes to all Liverpool games home and away and he just said he, the welcome that he got from the Bees fans the game that he'd seen the stadium everything like that he said it was one of the best away games that he went to ever and I say look fair, fair play to you guys because you know for you guys coming down and enjoying that you know guys and girls because it's not only guys you know obviously it's guys and girls coming down Baz from Liverpool as well you know like I said to you you know absolutely top fellas and uh, and um, women as well so yeah and the, the negative for me was Pinnock going off obviously because you don't know how, how bad that's going to be but fingers crossed he is going to be okay um, look the away day. I mean, I've talked to a lot of the fans there, but I'm going to say to you about not the away day, but the match itself, the fans, the performance of the fans, both home and away, and just the whole day itself, Laney. Yeah, Brentford fans, loud and proud again. Um, I thought the yeah the atmosphere was incredible. I thought the singing, um, the, the the PA system belts out, you know, Hey Jude before and afterwards, and it and it, and it sort of tops and tails the atmosphere. Um, I thought we got behind the team. Um, we fed off one another. You're right. The Brighton game was a little bit flatter than that, but obviously, you know, you, a goal changes everything. Um, and we we roared that team on, and they and they roared us on as well. Uh, I thought the Liverpool fans that I met were out of the top draw. Um, obviously, I didn't meet every single one of them over in that corner, um, but. You know, we, we silenced them a lot. They were loud when you know they were louder than Brighton throughout the game. You could hear them. Um, 
So, yeah, overall, I thought the, the crowd played a part in making that a special night as well. So, yeah, I'd, I'd give the crowd, you know, 9 out of 10 all, all the way around. Um, yeah. Just brilliant to be being in that stadium. Wicked, wicked. And, 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 and Jim? I think nine's a terrible score. How can you give that a nine? I mean, are we allowed more than 10? I thought it was fantastic. Everyone was there. We kept going. My favourite bit about any of it was when we conceded. Straight away, you heard the clapping. Straight away, you heard the crowd build up again. That didn't happen when we conceded at Brighton. OK, it was a late goal. But but that really, really meant something to me. It meant that we were really, really behind the team. And you could see that it meant something to the team. And I think that was part of our never say die, was the fact that actually the fans didn't give up and the fans audibly didn't give up. And I thought that was so, so important. And what a day where I had a fantastic time. What an amazing day. What did you do? I mean, what did you do, James? What, your, what was your day? Well, well um, we, had, we had a few beers with some friends we haven't seen for a while beforehand uh, in the Black Dog. Uh, which I haven't been to for months and months. Then we met up with um, some of the LGBTs, uh, which, again, isn't that usual for me. That was really nice. Um, all got in the game, had a lovely time. Went to the Globe after, although I didn't actually see you guys. We went to the Globe after for a couple. Had a babysitter, which, again, isn't usual. So I had an absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing um, evening. It was fantastic. Really, really great. Excellent, excellent. And, uh, and, and, and for me... I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to throw in the score straight away and I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 just because, uh, as we said, it wasn't Arsenal. We'd done the Arsenal thing, which is like, you know, it was like the first game and, you know, it was tremendous, but it was the big, it was the big experience Arsenal, you know, it was, it was almost like, you know, the stage show. This was different. This was like, we're, we're in this league now and we need to start showing that we can compete in. And the fact that we kind of did that on all levels, on the pitch, you know, the coaches, you know, and also the fans. 10 out of 10 for me you know I thought the Brentford fans were amazing you know I had some Liverpool friends who you know who like I said to you who reported before the game not during the game after the game just said oh my god you know this is unbelievable the noise that you make you know that we met the Earl and who's, who's invited us down to he's in the, the globe before and afterwards he's invited us down to Anfield you know they said amazing come and meet us Spanish Dave obviously as you probably know my Spanish Dave mate who goes to all the England games with again he said it was amazing we met the Baz uh, also Ben as well who used to be at Redmen TV and Dan obviously from the Anfield rap was there having a few drinks with us beforehand and they were going absolutely what an amazing you know experience the fans were really loud the Liverpool fans as well fair play to them okay I know they scored three goals and they are Liverpool but they were they were really loud I spoke to somebody in the North Stand who's been to all the games and he said that Liverpool were the best fans that have been here when it comes to noise lies they made a lot of noise and they were properly lively so I say fair play to them before the game they were respectful after the game they were respectful me and Laney started off we actually did a Ted Lasso breakfast so we actually started off in Richmond and we did all the location of where Ted Lasso is if, you, if you're into it I mean I'm, I love it I think it's one of the best shows out I just love it it's so unreal and but it's so funny and so brilliant. Check it out if you can do Apple TV, Ted Lasso. So we went to, you know, the Princess Head. We're at the pubbies where all the Richmond fans go and Ted Lasso. Started off there, then walked all the way around, had a bit of a breakfast, walked up the river to Kew, had a couple of beers in the, I think there's a Greyhound in Kew. Then we went to the Cricketers in Kew and a few others as well. And then we headed over to the Globe in Brentford and met all the Liverpool fans there. We had a brilliant day beforehand inside the stadium, really loud. Afterwards, in the Globe, afterwards as well, like I said to you, there was also Joe and her sister Claire as well, Liverpool fans as well who just thought it was phenomenal day out and for me I love it when the opposition love the day out at Brentford especially when they don't win you know what I'm saying because you know that they've had a good day out there so which is all good so that anyway that was a fabulous 10 out of 10 day for me as well 
Now we're going to come down to the fair result. This is something that we couldn't quite get our heads around last week because it's a new section, but I think you'll get your heads more around it this time. Basically, out of 100, in for goal every week, it basically says how fair is the score. It's not only what the score, but the, the, the score line as well. So it's a fairness rating out of 100. 100 basically means it was totally fair, and 0 means it was like very, very unfair. Score and score line. So I'm going to go to you first, Laney. Uh, give us your fairness rating for that game. Uh... <sighs> It was. I think it seemed really fair. Um, you know, we scored, we missed. They scored, they missed. Um, they probably think it's slightly less fair than we do. I think Liverpool fans and the, the pundits will probably say that they had bet higher quality chances. But I think the XG show, it was was out was ours. Um, from what I, the chart I saw last night after the game, I thought we. You know, if I think there's a it's, a, it's a perceived threat. You know, we we were kind of like hearts and mouths every time they came forward, but so should they have been. So yeah, I, I thought it was perfectly fair. Yeah, for, you know, as I said, I'm a bit gated. It wasn't um, out of hundred. Out of a hundred, um, hundred being fair. Yes, ninety. Okay, ninety for you. Uh, and 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 Gemma. Um, honestly, not to you know mess with the system, but I thought it was fully a hundred fair. I think it, okay. it, it was All a draw. Right. There was no winner. There was no loser. I think three-three was perfect. I wouldn't have necessarily argued if it was four-four, but I mean that was the evenest game you're going to watch, and it was absolute banger. So what could be fairer than a three-all draw? Perfect. Okay, yeah. So you've got that as well for, for me, and I'm, I'm armed with a few little facts there. Interestingly, as I said, you know, I mean Liverpool were, you know, uh, listen, Liverpool were, before the weekend, had the best XG in the whole of the Premier League, okay, 16, right, you know, and we're, you know, and our 5.8 put us actually in 14th, so they were smashing it on the XG level, but the fact is, in this game, love or hate XG, but actually, it's basically the quality of the chances that you create, and the fact that we smashed Liverpool on the XG, basically, 3.02 to Brentford for 2.41 for Liverpool, we had massive, if you just watch the chart, big red bubbles in the middle of that penalty area, practically on the 6th box okay we smashed Liverpool on that front we also scored three goals against them they've only let in one hold of the season okay okay yeah okay attempts on Carlick we had three they had five we had attempts six off target they had six we had three block shots they had five you know what I'm saying so you know they did well in sort of basically obviously not allowing us to score but the fact is that we've created against the best team in this country or one of the best teams in this country so for me on a fearless level I'm actually going to go actually I don't think it was 100% fair it was a three-all score, and we're happy with that. But I think, actually, looking at that, we could have actually nicked it, especially look at those chances we had. And so I'm going to actually going to give it about an 80, right, out of 100 on the fairness level. Because I think, basically, if it was if we'd beaten them 4-3, then I'd have given it 100, you know what I'm saying? Just, so there you go. That's how I'm feeling today. If we'd beaten them 4-3, there'd have been more than 100 just, just somewhere. To, we'd have had just to, to fine, dip so. in, just to dip in there, to, to create 3.02 against Liverpool is just bonkers. It is just bonkers. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? That's a hell of a defence they've got. That's right. So listen, just quickly, we've got to do, because we're going to be doing the summing up in a minute, the league recap. So listen, just know the league recap at the moment. Now, obviously, this is recorded on Sunday morning. There's a load of games on Sunday afternoon. But Liverpool, who were top of the league when they came to us, they are still top of the league with 14 points as well. Manchester City behind them with 13 points. Uh, Chelsea behind them with 13 points as well. Manchester United behind them with 13 points in fourth place. Brentford actually sitting ninth 
if I remember rightly, with nine points, you know. One point behind Aston Villa on ten, and one uh, the same as Tottenham, but we're actually above them on goal difference, uh, who are tenth. And Watford, and seven points, eleven. Leicester, Arsenal, below us. Crystal Palace, below us. Southampton and Wolverhampton Wanderers. So, I mean, it's, that's not too, not, not too shabby at all. Any results out there sort of caught your eye, um, Gemma? Yeah, the one for me was um, two all Leicester Burnley. Um, we've got Leicester coming up in, I think it's about a month now, it's a few weeks. Um, but, you know, they've struggled against Burnley, who are, by all accounts, not not, not the best. Um, Vardy scoring three of the four goals is obviously also quite fun. Um, but I think it's really interesting because when we played Leicester, uh, what was it, about a year and a bit ago, they seemed so far and away amazing compared to where we were at the time. Um, and now you think, well... If they can't beat Burnley, then we've got a real good crack at them. So, yeah, that was interesting for me. Laney, quickly, just a score that you just looked at. I think this one of the standout was Villa's win at Man United. Um, I thought that was a great win for Villa there. And uh, the game that was kind of on in the background um, before, the, before, the, before the match, Chelsea-Man City. Man City beating Chelsea, but Chelsea getting the opposite of what we're getting this morning. They're getting, they're, you know, it, it seems like they didn't even try to go out and attack Man City. Um, they didn't. They caught the cruels like they, their XG is something like 0.02 or something. You know, they just didn't. They just didn't even go for City. That's something that we won't do. You know, I know they're a, they're, they're on a different level to us, but I know you've got to go out and try and win a football match, surely. Indeed. And talking about XG, we had the highest XG of the day, of course, as well, from 3.02. You know, other than that, like, you know, there was, you know, Manchester City 1.68, you know, uh, Manchester United 2.1, you know, Everton 2.0, you know, Leicester 1.98. Chelsea, as you said, was 0.3, so they, they kind of just sort of sat there and just didn't very much. Burnley 0.56, but they managed to get a draw out of that. So, again, just showing the chances that we created as well. For me, uh, I thought Leeds won West Ham too, because I'm keeping my eye still on those bottom places to make sure that we don't go in the relegation slot. So, for Leeds, of doing have the season start that they've had as well it's kind of helping us to to sort of maintain our sort of kind of upper position in the in the league but listen you know what else have we got here that we're chatting about we are talking about summing up go listen just give me a quick summing up laney a night never to forget um we didn't win but i'm happy with that in terms of our trajectory that's 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 a that's a, a massive achievement it's not ruin it by going oh yeah but we let, let three goals in and we dropped two points you know yeah rubbish to all of that you know it's it's given us even more belief and i'm, I'm, I'm actually going to stop looking over my shoulder for a for a little while now bill um it's uh, it's something that we we might have to do but we'll worry about that as and when i think we ought to start looking a little bit forward now start pushing for the european position i'd say Whoa. <laughs> summing up. I mean, I'm just really happy. I just, for me, I don't think there are fans around us. I think I said it very, very drunkenly screamed at you last night, but I don't think there are fans enjoying their football as much as we are right now. And I think we have to enjoy it. And just what an amazing night. Um, I'm so happy for everyone that was able to get there. I'm so sorry for everyone who was not able to get there um, because that was really something special. It really was. was. And for me, summing up, it's just proud happy and the fact that we're here and like I said confidence and I've said it before we ain't going down you know and I'll say that now and not arrogantly I'm saying that I'm just saying it because I'm enjoying my season and I'm enjoying these teams coming up and I'm summing up I'm enjoying the teams coming down there and loving Brentford on the pitch and off the pitch so for me 
is a big W, a big win for us. Big, big up to Thomas Frank, who hasn't got a big up yet for actually making them substitutions, those brave substitutions, taking off a central defensive midfielder and putting on a winger and the winger scoring a goal for the equaliser. Big up to Thomas Frank. He hasn't got his props on this, but we'll talk about him, no doubt, on the Wednesday podcast. So look, this is the besotted Pride of West London weekend roundup. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Really appreciate you listening. So many people have been coming up to us that we've never seen before or heard before just coming up saying they're loving the podcast. So listen brilliantly. Yeah, Thank you for, that. for checking us out. We really, really do appreciate all your, your love and support. And, and, and we got a lot of feedback, positive feedback from the, 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 the podcast on Wednesday, which we did with Dan from the Anfield Rap, where people were loving that because we talked about other things, social issues as well. We talked about fan engagement and what, how fans can make a difference to their society and stuff like that. So you should check that out still because it's definitely going to even probably sound better now after the draw. <laughs> like, you know. But anyway, listen, I'm Billy Grant. I'm sitting here in the virtual draw with my drummies. And we got Laney. Good afternoon. Well done. Well done, Bill, for almost getting the 2-2 draw. You said you predicted 2-2 before the game and it was 3-3. So, yeah, well well done, mate. That's right. And we've got Gemma in the house. Oh, I'm so happy. Did I mention I'm so happy? Yes. Yeah, yes, have yes, a brilliant yes. Sunday, everyone. It's a, uh, I have to yeah, say, it's a, it's a, it's a, this is one of those days you just do get watch that game again. Watch the highlights again. Listen to all the Besotted podcasts again and again. Okay, listen to them. Like I said, I'm Billy Grant here. I've enjoyed myself. It's been a great podcast. We had a right laugh and everything like that. We're going to do it. What do we do? 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 What do Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.